What's up? Follow the leader. I've been so busy. I had to do some podcasts, man. It's been big. Been real good. But listen, we got to talk about We Are Radio. We are here on Follow Leader for We Are Radio. First off, let's just go off the back. I predicted the 44 to 27 blowout because I feel like I don't underestimate it. Not saying that, you know, it couldn't be a close game, but that's my prediction because I just feel like Penn State is real, really, really explosive, man. Really explosive. And everybody's been seeing how State get that credit. Um, I think Penn State will come out victorious. That's just my prediction, you know. Um, I could be biased and say um, – Something like they never, they wouldn't stand a chance, but I just felt like Penn State's a better team. But the thing is, if Penn State didn't have a team that was just good, and I was saying that, then you could say I'm biased. But they got one of those type of teams. And I said, after this game, I've been on record for saying, people follow me on Twitter, at RiderLeader247, that Penn State is, um after this game, they'll be at their best. Win or lose. Win or lose. Uh, the experience and then how they are, how they had to jail, you know, getting used to not having Jasicki and Barkley and some defense, defensive guys not being there is big, man. It's just so big. How many? Everybody's talking about Saquon, Barkley, and Jasicki. You know, them losing guys like that. But that de- the people they lost on defense that just decided not to play football, transfer, it just was a big hit. So, and then, you know, then not to mention the NFL draft. So, it's real big, and, and they just had to they, – but they got talent, super talent. They just got to get on the field and play, and they have. Now, Ohio State has J.K. Dobbins. Watch out for him. Now, they have to stop the other guy, Nick Bosa. Um, and he won't be playing. Um, but J.K. Dobbins and Mike Webber is a good tandem. Both of them are making big efforts right now uh, this year, having a real good season. J.K. Dobbins, see, 325 yards, 5.8 yards for carry, two touchdowns. Um, you know, J.K. Dobbins also catching the ball, five catches, 39 yards. Mike Weber, 312 yards. Both of them 5.8 yards per carry, three touchdowns. They got to stop the run, which I think their defensive line, that's not the thing I'm worried about. I feel like Mike Weber didn't hurt us, didn't hurt Penn State the last game, okay? Um at receiver, look, Dwayne Haskins, if you ask me who's the better quarterback, it's this year clearly is Dwayne Haskins this year. I mean, Trace McSorley is still one of the best. It's just not taking away how good Dwayne Haskins is. They have to rock Dwayne Haskins. 75% of his passes are being completed. You know, um, he's averaging 298 a game, 16 touchdowns. People like K.J. Hill have to be stopped. People like Paris Campbell, Speedster, has to be stopped. Austin Mack has to be stopped. All three of them have over 200 yards receiving. You know, you look at Johnny Dixon. You you, you look at uh, also Terry McGowan. You look at these guys, and they are uh, a good team. No doubt about it. But you come over and you look at what, what Penn State has to do. What do they have to do? Okay. That's what you ask yourself. What do they got to do? Look on offense and see that Trace McSorley is also 10 steps of the game. 10 steps ahead of the game because of his um, – his experience and how competitive he is is big. Now, let's go to this one thing. He's only completing 53.7% of his passes, but you cannot blame that on McSorley solely because guys have been dropping his passes. He's throwing for 763 yards, eight 
touchdowns and two interceptions. So that lets you know the ratio of how mistake prone he is. He's not. You're looking at also McSorley is rushed for 260 yards already with six touchdowns. So he's making up for what he doesn't do passing. So that's what you have to watch out. McSorley is so deadly this year. Very underrated weapon in football. You have to keep track of him the whole game, especially now, because he has to be the sole big captain on this team. McSorley has to just perform and ball out. Do what you do. He don't worry about mistakes. Mr. Interception happened, two of them happened, or he come and throw two touchdowns. And guess what? He's going to run for another one, and he's going to throw another one. That's just McSorley. He's going to fight, and he's, he's a winner. So you got to watch out for the uh, pass rushers that Ohio State has on their team. Um, they are, of course they're a good defense. Of course they're a good defense. You know, uh, Jocelyn Wynn, Jordan Fuller, Draymond Jones, you know. Um, Draymond Jones has three sacks this year. Chase Young has two. You know, you got other guys getting there like Dante Booker and Baron Browning. They all been getting to the quarterback. If Nick Bosa leads him with four. He's out. So that's big. That'll be something that is really going to hurt. Really going to hurt this team. Um, Shouts out to Tyler Friday on this team. They got some guys like Tyree Smith, Tyler Friday. Tyler Friday had a sack. Guys like that who are you got to watch out for on on that side. You know, Dallas Gantt, guys that can throw in that can can really get at you. They have just came in here impacted. I mean, just came in. Good freshman at a good freshman class. Come in. Um, You look at all types of guys, Draymond Jones has interception this year, Malik Harrison, Sean Wade. These guys are affecting a lot. They're making, I mean, they're disruptive guys. Sean Wade's a disruptive guy. I mean, you look at guys like Jonathan Cooper, they disrupt things. This is what they do. They have guys on this team that can play, right? But you have to understand also that Penn State is a team this year that has been showing out, simply showing out. Jan Johnson has 24 tackles. Gary Taylor has 23 tackles. Michael Parsons has 22, and Nick Scott has 20, okay? That's four guys with 20 tackles, okay? You look at Ohio State, they don't have guys like that just coming in, um, accumulating tackles, being headhunters. Because then you can go with Cam Brown also at Penn State. Four tackles for a loss. Cam Brown, nobody's talking about the job Cam Brown doing. That's a sack on the year, you know. Um, forced fumble, Cam Brown doing an excellent job. This defense just has to penetrate. And this, listen, they have good receivers on Ohio State. The secondary got to step up, do what they do. TCF, listen, Terry Cashel feels good, but this is a big game. John Reed come in, make it happen. You know, guys like that, when they in coverage, they are going to have to, Zach McPherson, when they throw these guys in there and have to make plays from Jabari Butler, you know, the Donovan Johnson, when they throw these corners, they have to make plays. Nick Scott, Garrett Taylor. The game is on um, Tariq Fields, Amani Arue, and um, John Reed. It's on those three. Then you got Nick Scott, Garrett Taylor, and Lamont Wade. Those six players on the secondary, they got to make it happen. And then Johnson Sutherland, he's going to get, listen, he's going to get run. It's another guy I saw on. These are the big playmakers I expect big play out of. And that's they have to make it happen. Um, the defensive line everybody's talking about, is nothing to worry about. C.J. Thorpe was moved to the defensive tackle position. He's done that before. He's been good at it. 
And they want to put a big man in there that can, you know, make things happen. So, hey, why not? I'm surprised Desmond Holmes, another guy who was an offensive tackle, wasn't put there because he was good at, at being on the defensive line. And so they could have put another guy in there if they wanted to. They chose C.J. Thorpe. Um, Cashville Fields is having a good season, man. Having a good season. Um, you have to recognize the playmakers on this team. Like simply, they're just good playmakers. Um, Ellison Brooks, another one. Kevin Givens, another one. You know, Cole Farmer's struggling a little bit. You know, a little disappointing. Shackatoni's another one. Okay, uh, Robert Winter, guys like that. I believe only only giving them at a time. Just having a little, you know. But they're having good seasons. Robert Windsor is doing exactly what. Everybody thought he would do. Lamont Wade. You're talking about a guy, just because he got eight tackles, he got two tackles for loss and a sack. Like, when he comes in, he makes things happen. Sharif Miller, three sacks. Eight tackles, six for a loss. Like, he's been dominating this year. Anytime he gets off, you know. Um, Daniel Joseph. I talked about Zach McPherson and how good he's doing. Um... This team is this deep. It's deep, and they're going to really, they have to really, this defense has to really have their coming out party in order to, my score prediction for one to be good, because it could just be a shootout. Because these two offenses are very explosive. Very explosive. Um, Looking at how good um Dwayne had, it's going to be a quarterback battle. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great to look at. Quarterback battle. No doubt about it. And this one is a big Penn State recruiting thing. It's big for Penn State. And let me tell you something else on it. Let's talk about the recruiting. Let's just not talk about the game. You know, we got a, a thousand handfuls of, of recruits coming, right? It's, it's a great one of the best uh, recruiting, you know, events I've, I've ever seen with the whiteout, you know, besides Villanova Hoops Mania, but for basketball. But anyway, Penn State. Has Zach Harrison, you know, posted a 10 also. Now, that's big. I think, let me tell you something. Y'all going to get some prediction, NFL draft one predictions after this about a lot of Penn State targets. Um, It's going to be crazy. It's going to be huge, okay? Um, I just want to say this. This could really impact. Darnell Wright and Zach Harrison, the two names I'm watching. Because this could in- impact Penn State's 2019 football class. This could put it up to the top five. Because they're already at 14. You know, a couple of, if they get Lewis signed and, and um, Britton Strange, they can move up to top 10 possibly. They're at 14. Okay. But if they get Zach Harrison and Darnell Wright, they're moving up to like seven. They, I mean, I'm just talking about with the end result of this. I'm really speaking of the end result of the class period because you still got Deza Isaacs and you got uh, Jerry Hunt, Harrison Hunt. You know, those two guys, I've been saying they're locks. Even when Isaac went, everybody said LSU, no. Now, those two guys are coming to the Wild Dog D-line. I'm excited to see them guys come with Hakeem Beeman. It's just, I just love their line. Their line is deep. Then the linebacking core is getting better and better. You bring in Brandon Smith and Lance Dixon with guys like Justice Luketa, Michael Parsons, and then you still got Cam Brown. I mean, Ellison Brooks, Ellis Brooks. Now LBU is back. P 
period. They can say what they want. LBU is back. With guys like Parsons, Brooks, and Lucetta, who I think are the future of that linebacking core, you know, I, I just feel like you must be out your mind to think LBU is not back. Like, that's it. What do you want, a deeper core? Well, look, Jan Johnson, Cam Brown, Cole Farmer are there. It's a deep line. Jarvis Miller can come in there. They say good things about Dellen Darien. They are. They have quality depth. The guys who can come in there, they won't be impactful. Is everybody won't be on the same talent level, but they'll contribute. You know what I'm saying? There, but with the, those three I just named, those three, I mean, LBU is back because they're all impacting this year. So that lets you know. And then you got Lance Dixon and Brandon Smith coming. Oh, crazy! All right, now if Zach Harrison comes over to Penn State, that's a checkmate and a half because Micah Parsons. <laughs> Went over to recruiting with um, Ohio State. When he decommitted and was going to Ohio State, oh, I know it just broke so many hearts at Penn State. But I, I said it even when, after he committed. I said, he's coming back, man. Man, he, he he committed too early. He just wanted to have some fun. Like everybody else, you know, people coming back probably tell them how much fun it is to go on this and that. So he did it. Even when he said Oregon was his dream offer, I said, man, he's coming back to Pennsylvania, man. You know, so Michael Parsons – it's just one of those type of players. He's gonna be in the NBA. He's gonna be an NFL top ten type of talent. I really believe it. Super linebacker. I just think he's really gonna add another dimension to the line. Say the linebacker. Um, looking at this recruiting turnaround football, um, it could really happen. All right. I talked to Lewis Sign. You know, he told me it's uh, Penn State's right. Penn State and Georgia. I think it's between them. But you, know, you got uh, Michigan. And there, you know, he's going, uh, he's did his visits a couple weeks and went by. And soon, Lewis Sign will be making his commitment. I think after this whiteout, it could be evident. And he's not coming to the whiteout because Lewis Sign said, you know, you don't got all that travel money. He just, you know, he done been to Penn State so many times. He did his visit in the Penn State. It's like Michael Parsons, but, you know, it was a big game that he came to. You know, when he showed up, had everybody like, wow, you know, but. Michael Parsons is going to be an impact player. And this game could really, really, really be a breakout game for him. Uh, I think he's going to be amped up to really have a big game against Ohio State, especially with Tariq Smith over there. Shout out to the Smith family. Um, Jason Owe also showing Ohio State. You know, listen, I chose Pitt State. Boom. It's going to be so big to see them three really get down. You know, um, it's just one of those, it's going to be a very, very talented, very, very good game. And like I said, the, the white out recruiting, you're going to see some commitments after this. I, I can possibly see Brent Strange maybe committing. You know, it's such a, it's going to be such a, a, a shift. And don't think recruits ain't sitting there saying, whoever win this, that's what I'm committing to. Like teams really like Penn State and Ohio State equally. And this is one of those games. The win could be a momentum shifter. And like I said, if they get Zach Harrison, it's a checkmate because after Michael Parsons decommitted, he went over to Ohio State, started practicing this and that, and then the number one player in Pennsylvania committed back home. The number one player in Ohio, if we get that guy, and it's, he's just he's just as high rated as, as Michael Parsons was, he's highly rated, and five-star, number one in his Ohio, to get the number one player in PA from next last year that Ohio State tried to get, and to get Zach Harrison, totally would be a checkmate for the future. 
Totally. I think Ohio State fans, out of any recruits they get, and they're going to get talented classes. That would be like, oh, you know. So it's going to be big. It's, it's a good. This game is going to determine a lot. So um, telling y'all, man, um, this is the We Are Radio. Just want to talk about football between Penn State and Ohio State. That game is Dwayne Haskins against Trace McSorley. Miles Sanders has to be Miles and Ricky Slade. I think if you're looking at the running back situation, Penn State is too deep there. And if they throw Johnny Brown in there, I'm telling you, if they unleash him, he's going to be something they ain't seen either. Their running backs are better than Ohio State running backs. As far as receivers, no, Ohio State is not better with receivers. They have good receivers, elite talent, but they are not deeper than Penn State. Guys are just slumping. Juwan Johnson, if he's back from – if last game was any indication, then people are in trouble. To get Jawan Johnson back, you're talking about KJ Hamlin. Jawan Johnson is the most important guy that's supposed to be catching the ball. He's a 6'4 target that can dominate. You want to say either be a nightmare or be a problem. One of the three. Could be all three. Jawan Johnson. You got KJ Hamlin already a problem. DeAndre Tompkins, get involved. He's explosive once he gets involved. Mac Hippenhammer been making plays. Daniel Daniel George made a big play. Cameron Sullivan Brown made a big play. One was called back. Made a big play. All these guys are receivers. Brandon Polk having a good season. Y'all have to watch out for the Nittany Lions. And and look, look, Ohio State, them guys is performing. Them some bad boys. But Penn State is just deeper. Look at Paris Campbell. Look at what he's doing. Look at KJ Hill, right? But you still got Jawan Johnson, who was performing last year, the experience of him last year. Then you got to compare that with Paris Campbell. KJ Hill, you come with DeAndre Thompson. Two experienced guys, both. But then let's go to the other guys. When you go to KJ Hamlin, Matt Kippenhammer, I don't see one guy, third and fourth, whoever they recruited, more explosive than these guys. I just don't see it. You're talking about the yards that Haskins had. The only reason why Haskins don't have has more yards than Missouri because we put Clifford in there. We got a second quarterback who is who ain't missed a beat. He ain't missed not one completion. Nobody's scared to death. Like, them receivers, I don't care who or how they recruited. They're not better than none of Penn State receivers. Paris Campbell is an elite talent, NFL type of talent. No doubt he'll be drafted. Super speed. He doesn't affect the game like Jawan Johnson does. But you got to get past Campbell the edge. Because them guys are catching the ball. This is the only reason why that's being fair. Ohio State has to get the edge there because they're catching the ball. But talent-wise, no. Ain't no way. Nobody's better than you got Tompkins. Two can return and catch the ball. Explosive. Explosive on both the return game. They got two guys that are explosive in the return game and catching the ball. We got Jawan Johnson, Matt Kippenhammer, Cameron Sullivan Brown, Daniel George. All these guys can get at you. Then you got the tight ends. Pratt Freemurph, you don't know when he, he's going to, soon he's going to break out. He's already showing, but he's going to break out. All three of them, you look at Holland, he's, all, he's breaking out now. He's looking good. That's a pleasant surprise. So they got three tight ends there. So this is going to be a big game. All right, we already, yo, man.
talk to y'all when I do my roundup and we talk about at the Ohio State game. When they lose, you'll hear me say who's the player of the game for Penn State. And we'll talk more about recruiting, where the shift goes, and this is going to be a big game, man. Follow me, Ryder Leader 247 on Twitter, Ryder Leader Johnson on Instagram. See y'all after the game.